0: So we talked about doing the 50th episode live. Those of you listening right now and looking at the episode counter on your uh, device, um, might find it evident. Um, unless Chris, you can quickly, um, fake the noise of an entire live crowd.
1: That was me faking the noise of our courteous live crowd.
0: <laughs> so respectful. We have such a respectful fan base. You, the listeners. Um, we, uh, We are really keen to do a live episode and we are trying to organise it with um, specifically the delightful people at the Canberra Theatre Centre who've been doing uh, a bunch of uh, 2020, uh, you know, uh, friendly... Adaptations. Adaptanoids. And um, we're still keen to do that, but it's taking them a little bit of lead time and we're up to episode 50, which um, we'd promised you, the listeners... Um, a roundup of our first 50 episodes and a response to some of your feedback about some of the ideas that number in our first 50. And so we thought rather than wait, we will uh, do that uh, bumper 50th episode now. And First of
1: all, though, congrats, Nick, 50 episodes. Wow.
0: Great. Congratulations, Chris. This has been, uh, yeah.
1: Um, I'm this, only a small part of it.
0: I, I mean, me too. Uh, Shout-outs to Nick. Really, congratulations to Nick Mick, our producer, for yep. 50 episodes of Rank Ideas. Um it's very, uh, yeah, it's, we do a live episode sometime soon and now we'll have to come up with a, with some weirder idea for a what handle. we do with a live yeah. episode. Exactly. So open to ideas. Desperate for ideas. For what, about, what about
1: fast rank?
0: <laughs> yeah, I've thought about speed rounds. I've thought about speed rounds yep. episode all along and I think that could be good. Like, so what that would involve... Yeah, if you have suggestions on this, um, no, that's
1: no good because then we put it a place in the list and then we have to correct it because we panicked.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's my thing. I think it only works if you can come up with a bunch of ideas where you just know that they are speed rankable, you know. Mm. And maybe that's not the case. But I mean, by which I mean, maybe that's specifically not the case with the likes of you and I. Oh, I've got an idea. Mm. Will you hear me out? <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got time. I've got I've got one minute.
1: Okay, so like, picture all the ideas are like folders that we've got on this currently maybe we open up some ideas and like say within lunch then we just rank the 30 lunches (laughs) so (laughs) less critical like it doesn't matter (laughs) but like i know that luxor is not as good as you know whatever
0: yeah so micro micro ranking within but Mm. then yeah i guess but then it would be like i don't know is it are you then just ranking within the the point of the list that lunch is on because now that you've mentioned luxor i'm like is Lux does luxor
1: is it his own idea is that a top 10 yeah true
0: this is good we'll keep unpacking this Mm. um in the meantime, though, yep, yeah, this is our champagne 50th episode of Rank, Rank Ideas. Ideas. podcast.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pinging through the ether like a giant emotion, this lotion, this lotion, sometimes times of commotion, sometimes the commotions. Welcome to episode 50 of the Rank Ideas Podcast, hosted by Nick DeLadovic, sitting across from me, and myself, Chris Hendry, sitting where I am. And it's the only podcast that I know of where we rank every human idea through from history and as much of the future as we can discern in an ever-expanding list from best to worst.
0: Certainly the only one where I do that and yeah. enjoy doing it with you, my uh, inestimable co-host, Chris Hendry. There are so many things about you that can't be estimated. Yeah, like what? Well, what could you estimate? Uh, You could. Oh, there. I mean, you're right. There are a bunch of things that we could estimate. Which is kidney number. (laughs) I don't want to be bold. Zero to three. Yeah. (laughs) Um, how many uh prospective uh, AFL football club theme songs you've uh, developed over the Mm, years? Not enough. Not enough. Yeah. Um, uh, I wanted to. That was a cheap attempt for me to segue into the first idea in the list. Um, I want us to look at, but. Uh, I think first actually, maybe this is a perfect time because what we're doing is we're going to go over some of the ideas in our first 50 ideas and revisit them a bit, not to, uh, open up the idea of re-ranking them, but quite the opposite because of course we've accurately ranked every idea.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some people, they have the wrong idea about where things should go Yeah, because they haven't, and you know, no offense to them. They haven't spent 28 to 56 minutes sitting, (laughs) uh, in our company, unpacking the idea. So how can you then know? It's exactly.
0: impossible. It's exactly. And so we, helpfully, for them now, will uh, revisit some of the ideas and offer, offer the final bolstering proof of our uh, flawless ranking position for each idea. It's a
1: tremendous waste of our time. That's how much we love you all. Yeah. We we're, be, we're
0: willing to do it. We could be ranking a whole new idea on this episode. We could be getting into redemption or blimps, mm-hmm. anything that uh, is, is, you know, any top ten uh, photo like that. Actually,
1: hybrids like Redemption blimps.
0: Exactly, Redemption. Actually, I actually,
1: I, don't think will do well on the list, but a Redemption blimp. I did not think it was good, but it's 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 uh, <laughs> earned its way back into my <laughs> praise.
0: Should we? Maybe that's what we can do for the live show: is just test what ideas <laughs> become if you add the add the word blimps to the end of. Oh them. no, I
1: think if you use the idea to rank the idea, like like it's redeemed. It's whatever.
0: And so yeah, because because I'm thinking it's like mm, blimp. Like, you know, uh, debate we hated, debate blimps. <laughs> oh, yes. That's very good. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> um, uh, so um, let's actually do the
1: look at Lunch the. Lunch oh. blimp. Are you kidding me? Lunch blimp. Male blimp. That's much better than male.
0: Yeah. Also, these are all pretty good band names as well.
1: Is there an idea that, like, how... This, this is a fun new measure for all you nerds out there. <laughs> At what point in the list does adding the word blimp no longer make the idea better than the original?
0: Tell us, dweeb dweebsacks, yeah. because we're going to show you... <laughs> Um, well, what I'm going to do right now is read out the entire list in order in numbered order, um, for our first 50 ideas. Now, I mean, again, for you guys, this might be a small milestone understanding as we do that we're going to rank every human idea in order, which, you know, there's just so, so many more ideas than 50. Dozens. Yeah. There's lots. So, I mean, you know, we'll be at this for, um, I mean, we're both going to have to exceed, um, our posited, average lifespans by just by a lot to be able to do this project. I, for mm. one, am willing to do that.
1: Um, Exceed your expected lifespan. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> um, uh, but there's still something to be said for the journey of a thousand miles beginning with 50 ideas. Just and
1: before you start, ranking listing to Nick, yeah. I want people at home, who are pl- I want to play a little game with them, which is have a guess at which point. Limp no longer improves the idea. Yes, Down the please. list, <laughs> just,
0: just while we're listening, give us that feedback. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go. I, it always feels more fun to start at the best and go to the to the bottom. Trash, indeed. So the list of fifty ideas. At this point, we have number one, sharing. Mm. Number two, friendship. Number three, jokes. Number four, story. Number five, generosity. Number six is self awareness. Number seven is hanging out. Number 8 is cooperation. Number 9 is authority. Number 10, immortality. Number 11, moving. Number 12, imprisonment. Number 13, sport. Number 14, geoengineering. Number 15, body modification. Number 16, lunch. Number 17 is logic. Number 18 is harnessing electricity. Number 19 is shorts. Number 20, cause and effect number 21, playing it cool, number 22, hyperbole, number 23, taxes, number 24, acting, number 25, pets, number 26, gyms, number 27, pornography, number 28, mail, number 29, jobs, number 30, cruises, number 31, cheating, number 32, journalism, number 33, fashion, number 34, inheritance, Number 35, marriage. Number 36, celebrity. Number 37, genius. Number 38, health. Number 39, borders. Number 40, fandom. Number 41, aristocracy. Number 42, free will. Number 43, fairness. Number 44, debate. Number 45, rights. Number 46, asceticism. Number 47, faith. Number 48, fulfilment. Number 49, good and evil. Number 50, ideology.
1: I wonder how that will split across time. You know, mm. I wonder if, like, they'll roughly remain the same percentile.
0: Yes, I've thought about that as well because at the moment my my general sense that I wrote up on the Facebook page is that, and this is very rough because, yeah, and I'm not super set on it, but for me, The top 23 ideas ending in taxes, um, Mm -hmm. work as a decent bracket of, you know, these, these are ideas that I'm generally warm on. And then 24 to 39 acting to borders feels like that's a kind of, Mm. that's, that's your middling, um, stretch. And then fandom down to ideology for me is like, that's when we're in real piss town. So the, um, the, the idea of, um. Yeah, but as you say, I so I'm, I'm I'm like will all those things stay in those sort of clumps or regions will we rank? I mean, I feel like
1: well, like you know when we have a thousand will yeah. um you know geoengineering I, be at 100. Totally.
0: Yeah, I I feel like for me if I was going to When make, we have a thousand. <laughs> exactly. If I was going to make a wild guess to then be made a fool of by by Future Nick. Yeah, I look at an idea like uh yeah, like logic at number seventeen, and I'm like, I mean, logic's good, but mm, top twenty good, yeah, top twentieth percentile good. It just, I mean, on paper, it's a great idea, but man, it's classically one of those ones that just never seems to get yeah. used yeah. well.
1: Yeah, know? it's, it's just so much. It's fun. hidden. It's hidden hard at the moment, but
0: yeah.
1: Um, for those who were playing the game, I'll give you, I'll give you my reveal. I thought that the point at which Blimp no longer improved the ideas was there was no point. I thought friendship Blimp. Amazing. Yeah. And all the way down to ideology blimp. Excellent. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's a kind of blimp. Yeah. I mean, 48 fulfillment blimp. <laughs> yes. It's really good. Board games, blimp. I haven't done board games yet.
0: An asceticism blimp where you just like, you're in a blimp, but you deny all other things.
1: From Wonderful. yourself. Yeah.
0: It's a great idea. <laughs>
1: yeah, if you're going to, if you're going to practice asceticism, what more exotic way and, <laughs> you know, rewarding, fulfilling way. To exactly. It, not a blimp. <laughs> um, Great. Okay, so you wanted to look through some of those ideas, yep. um Because is this is based on f- feedback,
0: based on people who've given some, uh, some nudge on us, some great feedback, or
1: your own personal,
0: just me having had more thoughts about sure. it, or feeling, you know, uh, anally like I want to clarify things. And there are eight of the fifty ideas, and I mean that's to be expected. That only, like, with with our flawless ranking methodology, you know, was. Like at, at a stretch, there's only...
1: 16%, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of counted because I've brought my own list um, to this session of zero ideas. Yeah, there we we yeah, go. Because so, I have total peace within myself.
0: Cool. Let me just tabulate that as a total. That's eight ideas. No, eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to start these in intuitive order rather than anything relating to where they're ranked. Um, first one I want to talk about is sport. Um, because I feel like our sport episode, like all our episodes was a great ep of a hit podcast. That was another great episode. Yeah. People loved it. Um, it is, it definitely noticed, I've noticed it's got, it's leading in the download rankings, which I think just shows that people love sport. Yeah. Um, the thing that happened, the thing that I think we didn't do as strongly as we've done in other episodes was come up with like strong definitional handle for sport in, in the episode, but I've had some hot take thoughts since then. I'd love to hear them. Because um the because we we only really glanced at the idea of the difference between um what's a sport what's a game mm-hmm. and I uh, said a kind of glib and pithy line in there that talking about you know I was using example of a game that's not a sport and I said chasey mm-hmm. and then the next day um, listener Adrian Craft. Um, posted, uh, a link on my Facebook wall to, uh, the world series of great, professional great. tag, you know, JC. So, uh, which is a great time and I recommend you, um, uh, watching a bunch of it. And that made me think, okay, cool. So there is, there's the, it made me quickly realize there's a potential to sportify any activity, whether it, not even just games, but, and then I started to think about, well, what is that sportification process? And I was thinking, right. and so here is, here is my, uh, potential working definition for, what a sport is specifically. And I more and more think that it's a cultural form. As in by which I mean it's mm-hmm. a cultural overlay yeah. that you put over any activity. As yeah. in, how do you take Chasey from being just a game that's played in the schoolyard to making it a sport? You ramp up basically you it's a, you know, it's a dramatic like culture that you use to ramp up the fun and the engagement beyond even necessarily beyond the activity. And it's about adding uh, a level of audience of commentary of analysis of uh personality and character narratives yeah. um to the activity
1: yeah or ramped down like you know war you could take like i feel like war games are probably a sport yep yeah. they especially would be if you could if they were if you could package them to watch them people would love that
0: absolutely and i'm sure there are versions of that that are happening and mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I'm sure like a lot of people, I mean, yeah. Like just
1: the codification, yeah, social codification. Exactly.
0: Histori- and you know, historic, re- uh, historic recreation that involves battles. Like, yeah, again, not all of this gets called sport, but I am pretty chill about like pushing this idea that, yeah, like you put like sport is a sporting culture. And I mean, cause, and I was talking to my friend Pablo Latona about it today, mm-hmm. like testing, testing out the thought, mm-hmm. um, before I came into the room with it. And he was talking about his, and I thought this was in this was quite insightful, his um working definition of what a game specifically is, because oh, yeah. he was talking about the the, the 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 a game having a potential dual purpose, one purpose being whatever the rules and object of the game are ostensibly, and the other is to have fun and enjoy yourself. So as in the idea of the idea of games, it's a bit like when we were talking about hanging out, where you have something yeah. that, that can have an intrinsic where the where the actualization through itself is a uh, is the point. Yep. And really he was talking about the example of a game, in a game you might uh, do something to deliberately lose the object of the game because it would be more fun. Yeah. Um, and that made me think about all the versions of sport where once you have a sporting cultural overlay um, mechanism of culture that are driving the sport, you can have the opposite. You can have people... Uh, doing the sport even though the game has long ceased to be fun or isn't fun yeah. for them in the moment. That's a
1: common thing you hear from professional athletes as yeah. well. Like that, they lost the fun of the sport. It was just a, yeah, they were more immersed in the sport of it than the game. That's it.
0: Mm. And, you know, you can, I mean, looking at sporting fandom, you can absolutely, <laughs> you know, the idea if I, I wouldn't want to... Uh, Come at uh, a sporting a sports fan with as unkind un, a of question as Are you en- are you enjoying day to day your experience of being a
1: fan of sport? Right. Oh, I'm a sports fan, and I, I, I love every second of it. Like mm. like lo- like losses, setbacks. They all feel like um, a part of it. But that's uh, like you know maybe I'm an outlier. But also we're not talking about me, and, and we're not. Sorry, we're not talking about that.
0: We can talk about you as much as you want, Chris. That's one of the many gifts have of this time. podcast. I don't we have room, on my <laughs> It's our SD bumper, card. It's our bumper fiftieth episode. Maybe that's that can be our live episode. Is just you know, uh,
1: just questions for Chris about Chris. Do you know? i am not. Did this come up in the episode? That the because I, I love thinking about the the Francophone Olympics. No, we didn't talk about it. So in so as as much so, as the British world has the Commonwealth Games, so do. Um, Communities of the French Empire have a, a a version of it. I forgot forgotten what it's called, but it that includes things like dance and chess and and other things like that. Yeah, and, and they, I guess if they skunks chasing cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see you've looked it up. Yes,
0: um, yeah, great. And I love, and you know, to me, obviously that that to me shows – you know, I love the idea that so much of how sport is a said is, is about pitting sporting cultures or national culture. Like it's about pitting cultures against each other. Like mm. again, yeah, it can be fun to, um, put, um, to get, you know, Jock and Marion to have a competition against each other in a sport, in a sportified way, but getting, yeah, like their two respective, um, countries getting, you know, uh, France and France on Mars to <laughs> fight against each other. um, there's something extra fun about it. And, yeah, I um, just, yeah, I just wanted to revisit that and allow people to kind of um, offer their uh, pushback on that idea. But, yeah, it had been bugging me. I feel like it was the one episode where I feel like we didn't get... The definition. The definition right. tight. And, um, yeah, and, I mean, in terms of our cu- the current position on the list um, that sport is occupying, which is 13, 13 yeah. super it's, high, Yeah, um, I think... Um, for me, that idea of, uh, yeah, just just the robustness. Obviously, there's something to me that's just so fun about how an activity um, in life that someone's having can just be spontaneously sportified in a way that's enjoyable. For the, you know, like it's the, someone could just have a little, one of those little basketball hoops over the waste paper basket in their um, office mm-hmm. and at any time an outbreak of sport of sportif- extra sportification of that could happen amongst the
1: participants. Well, that's of that how actual basketball started. I think it was a peach picking basket, or cherry picking basket, or something like that, and then chucking stuff in it.
0: That's why uh, it always tickles me. I, I have a huge delight for the um, that you know uh, that history. Of, you know, people like sport entrepreneurs, people who try to invent sports and mm-hmm. then popularize them. I have
1: a sport that I've invented. Talk to us about uh, it. Like, I kind of don't want to. Well maybe this will get me started. Maybe someone out there because I actually contacted someone from the the sports commission to try and good, to, good. to see like how would you get this up if yeah. you wanted to.
0: This is what they this is their job I assume.
1: Well sadly apparently home. not because I mm. was barely enabled at all. If anything I was politely dissuaded. Goodness. Um now I want to have a sport in existence called the democrathlon, right? Now hear me out. This is this is at the Olympics. So what are there's like 10 days of competition or 14 days mm-hmm. or whatever. Um Across 10 of those days of competition, maybe it's two days off, four days off, whatever, um, each nation nominates one champion um, who, so there'll be 200-odd champions, and each of them brings one sport written down, which they put in a hat, and then on day one, 10 of the events are drawn, and then across the subsequent 10 days, each day, all the 200 champions have to compete in that discipline. Gotcha. And, uh, you know. Uh, like, no one's enabled me, so I haven't bothered drawing out the details. Sure, but sure. there's some table of scoring by which you know yeah. whoever's the, so who so then that way it, because I think the the charmless part of modern sport is how you know you look at um, javelin throwers. It's not just someone who. Happens to be good at throwing stuff. It's someone who has spent all their time gearing their body to have one mega beefy arm, which well, does one task, and,
0: and and optimizing for the specific scoring rules of javelin. Exactly, like, like exactly. hyper optimizing for what has become a hyper specific scenario.
1: Yeah. So I love the idea of seeing Patrick Dangerfield suddenly having to swim fifty meters, or yeah. or but ne- or like you know, or at least yeah. Perry suddenly she's got to. Um, I don't know, do fencing or whatever. Like, yeah. well, she's a really clever athlete. She, you know, that's why we picked her. She can do heaps of things. As Wouldn't a, that be cool?
0: As a Yeah, as an athletic performance, like sports science nerd, um, I'm into this. And I feel like, you know, the closest, the thing you hear about. Which and you holds, put it on
1: in the afternoon. So they got the morning to like learn what it is yeah, that they're get, doing at get all. Some basic yeah, basic grounding. Yeah, yeah. I love that.
0: Um, and the, yeah, cause the, the sport that holds itself up as a version of that is uh CrossFit. They have the annual CrossFit games uh-huh. in, in the U S and that, that whole idea, you know, they call themselves, it calls itself the sport of fitness and the, the sport though, what do they do? Well, what they do is basically in very basic terms, it's, it's a quote unquote randomized workout where they go. So they have a, um, a global effort of selection process and then they have X amount of, like a few dozen athletes go to the CrossFit games mm-hmm. and it's like Four day, four I think days, maybe five days of um, they do about three workouts a day, and um, they're obviously like basically the workouts are in, incredibly hard and taxing, but they are they don't know what the workouts will be until they go there, mm-hmm. um, so it's ran, it's randomized physical challenges. Ooh. That said, as you can like. It is. It's randomised within a very codified range. Like CrossFit is. They know. Mm.
1: Yeah, they basically. There's. You know. There's not going to be a ball that they're going to need to suddenly.
0: No, like like usually once like because my partner Zev is particularly into the CrossFit Games. Mm -hmm. I enjoy watching it. Um, but yeah, and once from my perspective, watching it once a year, they'll throw one event in there that's a relative curveball in terms Mm -hmm. of just an object or a device that they haven't used much. But otherwise, it'll be. You know, the, the the 10 or 12 most popular CrossFit exercises that they train in all year, it'll be some breakdown of that. And the random, right. randomness will be in terms of the reps and sets or the way that they combine. Still interesting. Still still interesting. But so even
1: I, that variety, which sounds like it's not interesting, I'm sure is very interesting to watch. Imagine. Imagine the, how good it could be. And imagine this the different my types of people that would be selected for it. What, what, Incredible.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. Watching the CrossFit game, it made me think of like, oh, really? Because the idea was like, oh, the workout could be anything. And I think about, oh, if the workout really could be anything. Because, I mean, your idea is great in terms of just – different people bringing to the table existing things that people specialise in and people having to work across each other's speciality. Also, I feel like
1: it also gets, it really narrows down the, the, what we see at the Olympics, which is the huge disparity between the countries of pour money into programs exactly, and those yes. who can't.
0: Yeah, the yeah. class barriers yeah. to, to athletic performance, 100%. The other 1,000%, um, uh, we did an episode on hyperbole, but the <laughs> um, the other thing, I yeah, it always makes me think about, the. imagine if someone was charged with, game design for a sport that was really like, you have to be ready for anything. Like, you know, cause all I, the CrossFit games always just made me imagine a scenario where, you know, you show up and it's like, oh, okay, you've gotten through this, you know, this 10 stage national to international round of like, uh, punishing workouts that are randomised. And for your final challenge, we've taken the we've taken the school bully who made your life hell for <laughs> yeah, six right. years, and we spent like five years training him in mixed martial arts, and uh, also um, made him to we've we've brainwashed your um, your mom, and they are now a tag team. Yeah, and you have to fight both of them. Yeah, you know that kind of idea. But the right, yeah, but this, the um, just anything, yeah. And I know. like anything that just because the other thing about CrossFit that's a bit. Um, and shout out to our CrossFit listeners. A bit silly is they <laughs> um, they talk about the winner. Of the, it is. They talk about the winner of the CrossFit Games being the fittest on Earth, which obviously oh. is great branding. But the idea, what I like about your idea um, of of democratizing it, is putting a you know revealing the truth, which is that elite human bodies are all specialists. Like the more elite you become, yeah. the more you become a specialist in one thing.
1: And that's how nice it will be to see who who is picked. Like mm. what an incredible. Uh. Yeah, I, so look, good. I, the, look, the other other sport idea, because we're this is the point, of the fiftieth episode, I presume, mm. um, is, the 50, is the Is the is the hundred and fifty meter dash and splash, mm. hundred meter sprint into a fifty meter freestyle <laughs> dash and splash.
0: That's great. I um same thing. Break up the specializations. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you you have to just do the worst of both worlds. That's why
1: the biathlon's good. Skiing and now you're shooting. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I just just anything where it's just like knowing that that was based on someone's specific lifestyle. Because yeah. I mean, let's, let's, I, I think I made this observation. Modern when pentathlon. We, when I might, yes, modern pentathlon is a great no. example. But also, maybe I talked about this in the sport episode. But just that idea that it feels like every sport started by one person noticing they were good at something very specific. <laughs> yeah. And then the next person walks in the room and they're like, mm, so how are you at uh, doing a flip? Uh, on snow, and then being like, wh- Why would, what, why do you get it? Why do you need snow? And it's like, Well, that is now how we, how we decide worth
1: in <laughs> how society. How we determine, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sexual rankings. <laughs> exactly,
0: for instance. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the um, other, uh, yeah, did you have any other? No, uh, no, I, love,
1: I just love it. 13th, sitting good for me.
0: Yeah, very strong. Um, and yeah, we look forward to. Um, your uh feedback on what just you, you know how much of your monthly income you're willing to put towards Chris's sport development
1: endeavors? Yeah, well, that's the factor. That's what the person I met with said. They said you really need a network to back it or a lot of money. There we go. Well, easy then. He gave
0: you the answers. Um. <laughs> so uh, the other big one, I think the other one that potentially has the most uh conversation in it. Uh, in terms of the feedback, the pushback that it got on the Facebook was fairness. So, yes, yeah. So, and you know, this this was to be expected because fairness, as far as uh, garbage ideas go, it's one that people have a lot of investment in. From uh, all, like, I feel like all ideological movements and, spe- and spectrums. Like, how? I mean, are there ideologies that don't have fairness kind of knitted into their core in some way? Like, it's such a such a baked in idea. Yeah, and it's a the, human thought. You know,
1: not surprising that people react, and that's why, like part of why it's so low. It's not like like we're not ranking drinking seawater because we know it's not a great idea, but yeah. people don't seem to know that fairness is a good idea, so yeah. we've got to rank
0: it. Exactly. They seem to, in fact, think that it's great, yeah. whereas whereas our ranking clearly shows we have it at um, 43. Mm. That's, uh, that's quite low indeed. And, I mean, again, as we say, these... Uh, the percentile position of an idea might well be exploded over time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there are way worse ideas than fairness. We found some of them, but fairness, it's
1: bad. I think it'll end up in the bottom 1% if I, we did 1,000.
0: Totally. Mm. Like, yeah, it's just, it's something that, yeah, every every passing year since uh, it first occurred to me that maybe I could explode the idea of fairness in my individual life um, right. has been a better year. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: That's great. I'm glad to hear that, Nick.
0: But, yeah, I mean, if you think... D- I don't know. I feel like I came into the episode, to the fairness episode, with you know, with from that context of having kind of had that had its garbage just I have never it. interrogated it. Yeah,
1: and, uh, I loved. It, I loved to do it.
0: Sweet. So, I mean, would you if you had to uh, if you had to do the quickest, pithiest articulation of where where you've come to around the idea of fairness? That like what is like what did we what did we find out about why it's so bad in the episode?
1: It's useless. Mm. It's, it's it's the utility that it has is only harmful to the the employer of it.
0: Yeah. That's that, that sums up nicely for me. It feels like it relates to the idea of cuz you know we ha- two under that at 45 we have rights and I remember, you know, I They're was very related. Yeah, and I was bending over backwards um, uh, anxiously in that rights episode to articulate that it wasn't the that what we weren't we what we we're not attacking the idea of what the idea of rights is trying to achieve, we're just or attacking the
1: case for that idea in
0: particular. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what we're attacking is the is the idea's ability to achieve that. Its expression. That's it. And I mean, I guess, yeah, if I wanted to revisit the definition, like my explanation of why I don't think fairness is good is that, you know, it's just, all I would do is identify what the idea of fairness is, which is the idea that the, I mean, fairness is the idea of putting your efforts towards, um, get (laughs) like creating a sense of, uh, justice through parity between different, uh, parity between, uh, individuals in a system. And, obviously on paper you know like the like the cause of like if you were going to define the word justice which is to have outcomes that you know because obviously the the definition of justice which we haven't ranked yet um but interesting I think we haven't yeah i think i want to do it soon i think um it would be an interesting one to do because obviously like the, di- the strict dictionary definitions of things like fairness and justice you know can like they can only be expressed positively in a way i think yeah. that's why they seem like justice is you know like uh, it's, it's, you're looking for an, you know an, an edifying and you know naturally um uh, harmonious uh, outcome for uh <laughs> for things and people in the in the world right <laughs> yeah exactly you go great and with fairness, it's like yeah you when you're talking about things it's like oh everything should be um it's just such a deep intuition it's like oh yeah parody across all actors in a system that's got to be great right but also but to me the problem isn't the uh, that parody is is um that trying to achieve that, uh, there being imbalances and um, in power and discrepancies in resources, that that's like fight. You know, trying to rewire that isn't the problem. The idea is that the idea, like for me, the idea of fairness doesn't achieve that.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, exactly. And not only does it not achieve that, it stands in the stead of the tools that you could better use to achieve its intended outcome. That's it. And to better to better also quantify. The problem that you're grappling, mm.
0: and I think a big part of it is the idea of fairness. It, it's an, as a thought experiment, it has a, it has an end state. You know, the idea of it's like, oh, you just achieve fairness, and there's good. Whereas, yeah, again, this is since we did the fairness episode, more and more has come up for me around the idea that like the ideas I'm really positive on are the ideas that demand that humans engage with the idea of calibration and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. finicking with the complexities of the system as you go forever. Yeah, never you as know, a process, not yeah. as a
1: Destination, yeah. I, I think it's um, uh, fairness. Yeah, it's it's that shorthand. Oh, sorry, there's something else I was going to say about it. Um. Oh, it's it's entire like there are as many conceptions of what is fair as there are people, and the contest of that is like trash. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: And and I guess and again the other thing I know I did this was the big thing that I did talk about in the fairness episode we did, which is that fairness is always um uh defined and prescribed and prosecuted locally as in uh it's always done at a, at a micro scale so you're looking at you're creating a closed system within society and then creating parity within there and that and that's because you can't do it across you can't do it at global scale <laughs> like fairness at
1: global scale um which is why you see so many beautiful dissonances. That's it. Um, and yeah, yeah.
0: but then, you know, basically, if you try to apply it to global scale, you just realise it's a thing that doesn't exist meaning, yeah. meaningfully. Um, and yeah, this is not. And you, to me, that's.
1: But it also doesn't exist local scale. It's just it's just an easier reality to reckon with when you are it with similar, more similar case types. Maybe
0: it's a potent illusion. It's a more potent story. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. it's great. Um, yes, yeah, sorry, that's what I wanted to say. So there, it's a subjective thing, and there and where you have con- like. It, when you are wedded to your conception of what is fair, um, somebody else will be is equally wedded to their conception, and when you contest those. That doesn't that doesn't that doesn't lead to a, a better understanding of
0: yeah, it doesn't
1: yeah outcome or like it's the best you're going to do is dissolve each other's conception of fairness <laughs> and it. get to you know a way <laughs> of actually handling with whatever it is you're trying to achieve a. a, a Better outcome,
0: and, and yeah, the worst case, you know, you'd be like, was yeah, the, it just leads to, and that's the best case, yeah, sorry. totally, yeah, the best case is people being like, well, it's not fair, but it's what we can do, where it's You're like, right, you could, that you,
1: is unfair to you, how that happens, I see, <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, exactly. Well, then
0: what, where are we? That's it, and yeah, and I mean, I, again, I'll still, I'll still do it, like to my loved ones, I'll still talk about, you know, when I'm having a moment of compassion to them. And I want, it's such an easy thing when I want to show that I care about what they're going through. I will say, I will say that that's unfair and I'll acknowledge it. And I'm going to keep doing that. Yes. Um, (laughs) they'll just, they'll, they'll just have listened to this episode now. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) But, um, Um, more hollow. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Well, it's more of a, yeah. And ideally they would just be really, I should just find better vocabulary and a better expression of what I'm trying to say in those moments, which is that I get the the vicissitudes of life and the. What I get is that the constru- is that the construction of fairness that we're living under, when that gets when that breaks up against the um, rocks of reality, then it's stressful and anxious mate. Painful, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, and obviously, like, yeah, it's not always or not always the appetite moment for me to take that moment and be like, well, what what's really causing you trouble here is the very narrative <laughs> idea of fairness.
1: Uh, Don't you think? Yeah, you'd be quickly friendless. <laughs> exactly. Um great. Uh
0: so again, we we already posited, we already looked at um, its point on the
1: list. So. Look are those yellow things—they're shorts or pants.
0: They are. Oh, it's a colord set. Hold on, so I so I got a little, oh I got I, I got some new clothes yesterday, and I and I should have known that they would inflame Chris Andrews' passions because yeah. he is a fan. He's a fan of a matching outfit and a bright coloured outfit. So let me just—I'll hold—I'll hold the whole outfit up and I'll get Chris to describe it. One second. <laughs>
1: Uh, so we're dealing with um, what? What are we like seventeen on the list? Shorts.
0: Yes. I yes. don't know what
1: the actual number is, but it looks like Terry tailing. Um and it's uh, it's like it's like if Yellow was it the uh, the Sesame Street end of Yellow yeah. a, and a matching Terry Telling sort of shirt thing. It's not actually Terry tailing, but it looks like it. it's beautiful. It's like it's. Total Chris bait and you've had it just sitting here.
0: I feel like the other, because I got two coordinate outfits and I'll show, the other one is particularly crisp bait. This is a good, this could be a good recurring segment. Um, <laughs> Chris just noticing things in my room.
1: Um, <laughs> Not to give away the magic of the but, studio we're in.
0: But this one I like was, I'm just really happy that Chris and I aren't the same size because I was like, man, if we were and I ordered this, Chris would just come in and just be like, oh, give me my clothes.
1: Like, yeah, which is why I presume you've um, spent so much time perfecting the art of wrestling. The reason. <laughs> oh, yeah, these so are beautiful. You can, yeah, so describe
0: these
1: now. Oh, I can't. I don't have. I don't have the words to do that justice. But it's an incredible pattern, also on a matching shorts and um, top combo. Oh, that is my size. <laughs> yeah,
0: I made a big yeah, mistake huge, with the top. Huge
1: mistake, yeah. I blew it. It's really good. You've done well. Congratulations. Um, well, look, I'm happy you. for you in a way.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I, um,
1: I, uh, yeah. I'm you should wear those for the when we do a live show. Great idea. Yeah. That's great. And I should it? wear one of them. Yes. yes. <laughs> what you're getting it. <laughs> uh, didn't take me long. It took no. me about 40 seconds from seeing the first one. Oh, you so quickly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, the uh, but yeah, the great. Uh, yeah. At the moment, I'm really in a thing of wanting to have matching outfits where the bottom's really tight and the top is like comically oversized. Nice. There's probably some real. There's you know I've probably given away a lot to certain <laughs> experts <Yeah. laughs> in our listenership. <laughs> they are like, hmm, I see. <laughs> Important to,
1: for I some did people. a psych undergrad.
0: <laughs> it's important for people for people in my life to know more about me than me. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, so, what else? Story. I, I did some of these. It's less about.
1: I grinned when I saw Nickad's story at list Yeah. Of course, he had more thoughts.
0: I just. It's not so much more thoughts. Just more. It's the Was one there that, feedback. No, people. Because so again, because we've ranked it, we ranked it quite. Um, we ranked it quite high
1: people can complain about high ranked it's things true. as
0: well well it's really just me complaining about cuz yeah 4 is um it's fourth and i and that's correct and it's just the thing that is funny about it because uh i just want to say that story is the idea more than any other that like i just find toxic and horrible examples of every single day in my yeah, life and yeah, i'm just yeah. so down like st- actual stories out there are just Almost, so almost always bad. And yeah,
1: gunk. They're, yeah. they're expressions of blind spots. But that's kind of not what we were talking about. Uh, yes. Yeah, we were talking about the capacity to exchange story.
0: And fundamentally, because we're ranking... The reason I hate these stories... The stories also, are great
1: because they provide the mirror for the blind spots. <laughs> so like, what?
0: People think that? Yeah. And the reason... And obviously, I'm I'm perfectly uh, into the position on... Like, the, list, the reason the position on the list is correct is because um, the list itself uh, defines the ranking of certain ideas because we're ranking all the best ideas up and all the bad ideas down. All the stories that I hate are stories that are expressing awful ideas and, and, and the story and story as a form being so incredibly potent, uh, and great is that, you know, this, when I see it in a story, I'm like, Oh, we're going to be dealing with this idea for hundreds of years, at least probably thousands because of, because it's in a story Mm. that's everywhere. And that's, um, a bit of a, uh, it's frustrating, but, uh, the story, you know, the story for yeah, me you're talking
1: hundreds of years or thousands. If you imagine if you're a bird and like you do a bad behavior, like, like so there are deer in Australia's national parks, they've been there for a while. And when the fires came, they all died because they don't know what to do in a bushfire. The other, native animals had a better run, still horrible time, obviously, but um, they had a better capacity to under, to like navigate it because. Like, because it'll take hundreds of thousands yeah, of yeah, years for you to evolve to that environment, whereas humans, we've got story. Like, we okay, are definitely... Oh, no, the, it's hundreds or thousands of years, but, you know.
0: We are definitely deer in the Australian bush, it's true. Yes, that is <laughs> as, true, actually. As, as
1: <laughs> um, But, yeah, it's... Shouldn't uh, have picked an environmental example. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry. Sorry.
1: um, Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh,
0: the, the, but the... Um, sorry, posterity. But the... Um, yeah, but so... Really, I'm just bringing it up because it's just there's just an emotional cost to me, uh, accepting the reality of story at number four, but you know,
1: it's rather than number one or rather than number rather, 50, rather
0: than number 50. But it's oh. because, but it's it's correct, but again, the argument there is clear because, oh, well, yeah, you, story t- you
1: take ideology out of story, you take ex- I don't know, etc. So much of the bad part. Venice. yeah, Venice in particular, actually, exactly,
0: yeah, oh, yeah, so many because again, because uh, I wonder if I, I'd love to look at the uh,
1: at our. Not our least favourite Maybe the worst films Or something And see I don't know Sorry
0: mm. I, I do love the What you just said The idea of taking Fairness out of stories Yeah, oh, yeah That's, so that's
1: specific I'd love to do Some experiment
0: Because so much Like it would It would destroy You know I feel like It's such an Intrinsic thing In terms of people's Concept of how a story has to be good—at least as its—at least as its, conc- its conclusion—is the idea that some justice has been done or
1: some you know, fairness. It's a, it's a has brain been fungus that we have, though. I'm not sure if this this came up when we were talking about fairness, but there's—they've done psychological studies of—they've um, just had two no stimulus other than two circles going around like a field. Yeah, you're just looking at these circles moving around. One's bigger than the other, and, the, and they ask people what do you think, and they're like, "I'm going for the little one." <laughs> <laughs> that's what people say. They're like, wow, you know, got to go for the little one. <laughs> what are you talking about? Other, Nothing's a, happening. It's a, it's something like that. It may yeah. not be that exact uh, setup,
0: but that's a whole other thing. That, that's that's like a cross map to just that idea of yeah. I mean, yeah, underdogs. We need to. Um, yeah, give rank as an interesting. Idea. I wonder if because I we'll mean that's the, it. well yeah. that's the other problem. Like
1: assume you, I like it because I'm wide too.
0: Exactly. I mean, that's the wild thing about stories is like so many of them, like the majority of stories are underdog stories, mm. even when the narrative hoops that have to be jumped through to make certain (laughs) characters appear to be underdogs are so vast uh, to the point. And, you know, I I definitely had an obnoxious preoccupation in my twenties of like trying to create overdog stories, like like tell stories about people. I'm shocked to hear that. I know, right. (laughs) People, yeah. Trying to tell stories about, about people who were dealing with the implications of their power and influence in the world.
1: That's great. I mean, I really like that because there's, you know how I feel about um, the misguided, well-intentioned ideas of things like, punching up and things like that, like, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, I, I, you know, sorry, I don't want to go into, I don't want to go that rabbit I hole, could, but I, a-
0: when we rank one thing I, we should rank soon. Cause I actually think I actually like it as I I'd like to unpack it and see if my intuitions get challenged at all. But like, I just feel like there's a really simple Mechanic that we have that's clean and w- and has good boundaries f- for handling situations that people try to handle with with things like fairness or with yeah, punching yeah. down and punching punching up or down narratives, mm. which is just intersectionality. Mm-hmm. Like I think intersectionality is pretty good, and I'll be interested to see us have a yeah. chat about that. Yeah, for absolutely um, because yeah, for me that just covers like because, you know that nexus
1: causality essay is like the, yeah, it's totally. like my constitution. Live vibing on that, yeah, 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 so, yeah.
0: yeah. So yeah, it's similar thing. So yeah, uh, stay tuned for future episodes. In the meantime, um, so it shouldn't be a huge shock mm-hmm. unless we would, unless we ranked at number one, we were never going to not have people pushing back on where we ranked pets.
1: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> which, I, I, I don't agree. know if there's
0: that much to say about it other than to talk, other than just to highlight our specific, um, place on the list, which is 25. So at the moment it's bang in the middle. Wow. It's the, it's the, the male, the if section, you will. Exactly. Um, and look, I feel like that's more of a sign, less a sign of it being like a me, a middling idea and more a sign of it being, having become a sneakily top heavy list yeah, over the last I, 10 episodes. I feel episodes. the same.
1: I feel like pets could be 25 in, you know, if we had 400 things, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. But I will be because it won't be. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> um, but yeah, so more to say about pets. Look at the time. Like, as you said, it was one of those ideas that's like, that's a good, that's good. That's a great thing to have. This is it better than. That's that, that, that's, I think that from memory, that's how we kept ranking yeah. it down. Because we, kept, is it better than this? Not really. Part, better than this.
0: part of it was that we had an idea of, um, it not necessarily being the only way to have, um, those
1: relationships, a
0: relationship with, and with the animal kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, animal kingdom's a funny term. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, imagine if, where it, is <laughs> it? <laughs> that's it. Well, it's more just like, I mean, yeah, I guess it's kind of, it's feudal in a way. Like, well, the
1: jungle has. The lion is a king. It doesn't even live there, which I think
0: is. <laughs> they, yeah, so it's like a very, yeah. very much like a European aristocracy. Constitutional
1: monarchy. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, pets, what, uh, what to say? Look, pets are re- obviously really rewarding, but so uh, a lot of things. So I don't know.
0: I think the probably the big thing that people look at, because at the moment, because the thing that we, and we did discuss it back and forth, the thing we put right above it <laughs> is acting. Yeah.
1: Which is, you know, <laughs> obviously. Oh, that's callous. <laughs> it's so,
0: and you know, and our argument was that, the ability for you know is that we were distinctly we we just as much as we you dunked on it. You get your pets
1: here elsewhere. You can't get your acting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you get the guy. Uh, we were arguing. It's a little bit similar, not as good, but similar argument in fa- that we had in favor of body modification, which is fifteen. That idea. Yeah. It's like it's just an intrinsic. It's a it's a human. It's a human capacity you want to have. You yeah. know, you want people to be yeah, able sure. to inhabit and model. Selfhood, more fundamental to to
1: social exchange and expression, yeah. Um, and also, like, the you know, the utility that pets bring, yeah, as discussed, is something that can be found elsewhere. It kind of is also often a a, you know, substitute or supplementary, or yes, different, I mean, a different form and revered for it, but um, whereas you 25 does feel low, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, I stand by it a thousand percent, yeah.
0: Um, I mean, and again, acting, cause again, acting is the one, I mean, and obviously I'm sure people putting like a lot of people cause taxes is above it as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. exactly. Tax. <laughs> <laughs> taxes. Blimp. Blimp. Yes. Pet, pet blimp is good. Pet blimps are good. Um, bit dangerous. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, above that, like, I feel like those are the ones where our argument got really specific above that. It's all, I'm chill, like hyperbole playing it cool cause and effect shorts, harnessing electricity logic. Like again, like these things. They're good, and they're also even though like not all of them. Are my favorite thing, mm. pets is, is not isn't my favorite thing either. But I still super um, value. You know, I value humankind wanting to have pets, and I value it only slightly less than I um, value uh, humankind's ability to do a Christopher Walken impression.
1: If, if well you wouldn't even of, know of Christopher Walker were it not for acting. Exactly. Well maybe you would, but for the wrong for the really bad reason. I reasons, can't imagine yeah. a good reason yeah, he not. would have risen to prominence <laughs> other than um, Are you a cute polio. <laughs> <laughs> Already been done Chris. Uh,
0: see, see I'd pick you. Yeah, I mean I love I love Chimpy, but like if if <laughs> me I need to. Yeah. But that but that moment you just oh, did. I
1: hope you're not listening, Potsy, who I'm staying with. But Chimpy today got got um, some coffee out of the recycling bin and spilled it all over Potsy's nice Duna cover.
0: Oh, that's um some real uh, chimp
1: upness.
0: Cra- I was thinking Kramer-esque behavior.
1: Yeah, True. pets down. Yeah, if anything, it. we're re re-evalu- re-evaluating it to be low. Potsy's uh, just listening, just being like, "Boo, pets." <laughs> yeah, don't worry, they're 25th. <laughs> yeah, we did it. Don't worry, they're below imprisonment. <laughs> Cool. All right, let's
0: segue then, because imprisonment Oh yeah. um,
1: was... That was always going to be a, um, yeah. a not a beloved ranking position, I, th- it's I think.
0: It's definitely one, I mean, so A, it's the one that when I show the list on my phone to friends of mine who haven't listened to the podcast, mm-hmm. it's the one that they bump on being as high as it is right. immediately. Right, right.
1: Um, but, yeah, it's... Rightfully uh, so. The cultural... I mean, like, I can understand that. The yes. cultural, cultural conception of what prisons are is rightfully... Um, if we'd reviled rank, by for if, many reasons
0: and if we'd ranked um any version of just the prison system yeah oh yeah prison thing.
1: system that, yeah. i mean we it's too yeah. subjective and changing and to, to actually rank but it's yeah it, trash
0: yeah and uh so you know like yeah but the the idea shout out
1: to the ACT which today um, where we live which today raised the age of criminal liability from Ten to fourteen. Love it. This is the highest in Australia, I believe. Which I think is such a funny thing to do because all the congratulatory <laughs> statements are like, 10 year old should not be in jail," and I'm thinking, "Hmm, I don't know if a fourteen-year-old should be in jail." jail. <laughs> so, <laughs> while just, we're at it, and then you keep going like, "Hang on a sec, no one should be in jail." I just, anyway. I
0: just love the idea that the person that there was one, you know, it's hard for me not to imagine that one person was in charge of this decision, and there's just a particularly neat United <laughs> student 14-year-old. that they hate. Yeah. Yeah and want, they want to... Re- Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> they just want to put Jessica away. Yeah. Um, um, so no. at, at number 12, we've got imprisonment at number 12, just above sport and below moving.
1: Yeah, it's big. Like the reason, to, just to reiterate, if those if people are alarmed by that and haven't listened to the episode, to recap it, uh, I completely stand by that. It's because mm. we wanted to have the capacity for where there are um, people who behave in out-of-line ways that can't be controlled by any other mechanism, which does exist. Um, yep. We have to have capacity.
0: Biologically, it's a it's a it's a byproduct of the biological processes of human yeah. reproduction.
1: Yeah, it exists in every society, I'm sure. Um, and uh, you have to have some way of being able to um, remove someone from the group. And if if the restrict
0: cat- restrict their freedom of of movement and action.
1: Yeah, and if the case alternative is like, oh well, you should just execute those people. Well, I, I, that's an entirely different conversation and one it's not a stance I agree with. But yeah. I I, can't, I think it's uh, your choices are. Remove that person by imprisoning them, or um, or have an execution system, or um, which many societies have had, yep. um, many and and continue to have um, across you know all the way from um, pre-settled agriculture to to now, obviously, um, or uh, just allow people to do whatever it is that they will without without. Restraint, so and yeah,
0: yeah. and bear the bear the costs amongst the along
1: the group organism. And those consequences can be so high and so catastrophic that um, it's a really important thing to have. Yeah,
0: and I mean, again, I wouldn't be anti-execution if I didn't find the idea of humans destroying other humans
1: to be like ideally avoidable. Yeah, Um, I think if it's a failure. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's another way to read it. I think we should we we deserve to be more ambitious than to um, accept that we need to execute people,
0: and we deserve to be ambitious in terms of the stringent nature of how imprisonment is prosecuted again, I mean, and we said this in the episode, but the idea we, you know, um, I feel like some people listen to the episode and, uh, you know, crit- uh, had critiques The I very, I have a lot of empathy for this and it's something that I've, um, that, uh, cause it was one of our earliest episodes and I have, it did, I feel like it did teach me something valuable that I've car- tried to carry on into the other episodes, which is, as a listener, you know, literally the amount of words and moments that it's like an acting performance in a way, like all of human communication in that, you know, the stresses and the dramatic, you know, the the amount of like uh, drama and emphasis you put on points um, communicate something about your commitment to those points. And I yeah. feel like we raised in that episode the idea that we wanted to be, that you, we want, that you would, uh, I, I, I remember I explicitly said that, um, I prefer an idea of imprisonment that's decoupled from a lot of the, um, uh, soothing narratives around it in the modern era, which is like, Oh, it's a rehabilitative, it's a rehabilitative space or it's a, you know, or it's a, it's an educational space. It's like, no, I would rather a a version of imprisonment where you have to stare full force in the face. The idea is like, this is just a, this is an awful thing that you're doing to someone. And we, is, have no,
1: we haven't thought of a better way to solve this problem. That's
0: yet. it. And so we would only do it in circumstances where there's no choice yeah. rather than default to it as an idea of anything that's character yeah. building and or And push out all of those
1: elements to things that don't involve imprisonment. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I would I, – so I, I feel which like – Which is what happens in a small society anyway, Like because mm. you, you can't just imprison people for breaking rules if there's only ten of you, like, I mean, unless it's yeah. particularly –
0: I mean, if you look at a famous. more, if you look at your more kind of, um, uh, you know, fit uh, historical epic kind of friendly adjacent idea, which is exile. I mean, really, that's just a different mechanic of the same outcome, mm. yeah. uh, arguably more reckless one, because that's just saying, um, oh, we're going to make this this mm. person the problem of not of just not us, and they yeah. can go anywhere else and wreak everything else. This is the other for me. That's the because I was thinking about exile, and for me, or just exclusion, you know, because I mean, the basic way that humans keep um destructive presences out of the group is just through exclusion. And to me, the reason, the argument for going to the next level and actively imprisoning someone is, again, just that idea of it's like, well, if you're just excluding the destructive person from your group, then you're not, you're doing nothing to tamp down their potential destructive outcome on the world. You're just, you're just saying, oh, it's not our problem. Yeah. So sometimes so you know that's a choice that you can do. But to me the, uh, if you're looking at the whole group organism it's and scaling up the idea across humanity, than the idea of imprisoning someone away from anyone that they could feasibly make the victim of their destructive outcomes, um, then, uh, yeah, that's that to me, that will avoid more destruction. So. That's
1: such a curious thing, isn't it? Because it's, it's based upon one thing that you've done. I mean, yeah, there's evidence of other things, but, you know, you get a charge, right? Yeah. You know, based on a... Prime. This is
0: good. Yeah. And so, you know, I'll I'll happily say this is that I think a lot I as some cuz look at this. We've got free will mm. right down the it's 42.
1: Yeah, it's a strongly related concept to what we're talking about for sure.
0: Yeah, and so we're, what we're not coming at is the idea of um imprisoning people as based on a character narrative of or yep. a or a, oh we need a sense of justice for how wronged we feel by their one thing yeah retribution to me none of it's it's about none of that it's not about punishment after the fact for a thing that won't occur again yep. or could just be stopped by other practical means like if there's another way to stop the person's behavior or if they just did a really awful thing um that they're not going to repeat, they're, you know, again, there's still fallout and reckoning from that, but imprisonment to me isn't, I, I don't see that What's that's... What's your
1: outcome? Exactly. Uh, how so, much of his retribution a significant amount?
0: Exactly. So for me, we're talking about specifically people who are uncontrollably and consistently and reliably going to be a destructive force in the group, yeah. to, you know, to, with extremely high stakes. Um, and, yeah, and, I mean, really my sense of revisiting it was as much to kind of acknowledge like a thing that I feel like I've learned across doing the podcast, which is just, you know, if I have a point, um, that I think is a really important point that, um, underpins what otherwise might seem to be like a spicy, um, uh, dismissive take of something, then I need to empathize that point in a way that shows that I mean it, um, rather mm-hmm. than just kind of lip servicing. Cause otherwise I, you know, become the, become the equivalent of people who are just like, uh, sticking up for freedom of speech and being like, and of course racism's bad. And now, but now let me, now that I've said that once, let me now sp- spend eight minutes talking about why political correctness is bad, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. you know, cause again, it, it's, it sells a sense of where my, uh, what my, it, yeah, it, it, that cre- that creates a sense of what my position actually is. So, um, that was a cool thing to learn so early in the podcast and to review now on episode 50 of said podcast. Um, any other thoughts on that? Chris? Nice. Um. So, um, it's fun doing
1: this little tour.
0: Yeah, that's no. a thought. Totally. Yeah, I would always thought. Um, I thought it would be a good idea for our fiftieth episode. So, whew, to do a victory lap. Exactly. To just, <laughs> to just do a reverse dunk on. Um, I'm not going to say all other podcasts. Um, there are other podcasts that are probably as good as
1: ours. Yeah, maybe in like length.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're at fifty-five minutes. I wonder how long this one's going to go. Um, the so faith. I think this is a quicker thing, which is just yeah. I just want it. This is really a victory lap. Yeah. What was the what was the what was the why revisit? People still they get hung up on that thing of like oh, but don't you need faith? Yeah, it's the um. You Know just uh, if someone shouts fire in a movie theater, don't you have to have faith that they that there's a fire or you know, like this? It's like, don't you no. together? Yeah, together, <laughs> people just people mixing up faith with judgment. And yeah. we, again, we said it in the episode, it's just like, oh, isn't you know, isn't my faith in science, isn't you know, isn't me believing in science and climate change somewhat faith? And I'm like, well, I hope not. If it is, then you should not believe in it and it, it, ab- you should, you and, it
1: abs- and it absolutely may it yeah, be like exactly. you see that all the time if it is that's a problem
0: because yeah. you could easily there the inf- the data is there for you to learn to comprehend and and judge as right but also yeah people yeah it just God, feels I like-
1: kind of miss i mean this is like a personal distress and maybe warrants a whole podcast series really but like the the sort of cultural misuse of science as a um yeah as a pure good and a th- and like a like a like it's almost like it's a building yeah know? like here is where science is and that's the one i love <laughs> exactly
0: I've, i was a, f- a friend shits of mine me. a friend of mine was debating astrology on facebook the other day mm-hmm. um, and um, yeah i saw a lot of people um, the, I've seen a kind of emerging counter argument for people who want to stick up for the progressive left's tolerance of, um, magical thinking practices and mm-hmm. big thing was them talking about just like, well, yeah, as a, you know, as a marginalized queer person, I've been let down by the scientific community and their, um, you know, slowness to ratify the nature of my existence and their, mm-hmm. and the, and the actual lack of, um, effectiveness of their, um, you know, of their doctrines and their. Um, and their methodology, mm-hmm. and I look at that, and, and obviously, like the first thing I think of is like, yeah, great. Well, you you can say why another thing's shit. You're still not telling me why your spiritualism, your new age spiritualism, is good. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, and and every and really, oh, that,
1: but that's such a classic. That's, yeah. that's a classic fallacy. Totally. Yeah.
0: But it's um. Oh god, Nick,
1: I encountered the most oh, the <laughs> yeah. worst one. I'll tell you off, Mike. Oh god, I'm ready. <laughs> not wasting everyone else's time. Um, <laughs> yours I don't respect. <laughs> I,
0: I, I'm much obliged. And the best part is, um, but yeah, but aside from that. I did. Obviously, it was easy for me to be like, yeah, there is a problem with, I I recognize exactly what you're saying, which is, but you know, the thing that has let you down isn't the scientific method. I mean, we haven't ranked scientific method. We will, we'll decide what we think about it. But regardless of how good or bad scientific method is, as you say, it's this cultural conception and yeah. this narrativization of what science is. Well I mean
1: you could pick a point in time like you could pick any point arbitrary point in time in the past and what the scientific method has got to and what scientific consensus maybe at that time maybe completely replaced and utterly wrong by now. Yeah and if at that time you were like this is what I know because science says this and this is like and then you're like, well I've been betrayed because science has updated itself and replaced something therefore the moon is guides my murder exactly. or whatever. Like, <laughs> That's right. and,
0: and again, like, and I'm sure these people are saying, and again, I'm sorry I, for picking that example. It's, no, and could I have pick a of, anything. And I have a lot of empathy, you know, for some someone who's, um, you know, a transgender person who's been through a, um, like a medicalized journey where they've had their, their conception of their self. Yeah, for like, sure. Margin, you know, like you feel betrayed,
1: if you can feel betrayed by.
0: Yeah. But um, yeah, but it's uh, like I said, that, that in and of itself. Yeah. The the idea of being like, oh, these, these, um, these people are wrong, so I'm going to just pick another thing to arbitrarily put my faith into, again, it's really, what I'm looking at and going, Oh, that's happened is that you've, you're still attached. These people are still attached to the idea of faith. And they're dunking on one thing as the thing that's let down their faith in it. And so now they're like, I'm going to have faith in another thing. Whereas really faith
1: with this ended now faith with this is my new best friend. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) If only there was some common, (laughs) some common element for the problem here.
0: And it's like, it's it's almost like, I feel like when I look at people who get more into woo style stuff, it's like, Oh, I bet. I'll have a better time if I have faith in something that's demonstrably untrue because then I can... Um, because then the stakes of, I don't know, then, then I can just be really, I can just be having faith in myself and my own narrative construction of myself that I'm using this
1: for. Or. I feel like my sports fandom is a part of that. Is sure. like, like I really buy into narrative and like, at the end of the day, I'm cushioned by the fact that I know that I don't know these people. It's not, mm. it, the stakes are not real. Like yeah. they're, they're as real as they are. Like yeah. there's no, there's as real as as we all make them. There's nothing else. Yeah. Um, and that is, makes it a fun Outpouring and rewarding, and, and a safe engagement because that, it has that distance. And that's the other argument that
0: people make in favour of something like astrology, which is like, oh, I'm, I think it's astrology just, it's absolutely
1: just, has a use for for the people who use it.
0: It's, it's just like a fandom. I mean, think, but I, I think it is just like a fandom, and we currently have fandom ranked forty out of fifty.
1: Yeah, but there's there's I think the it's the fandom is the problem. It's the it's the it's the buy-in to a to a level of legitimacy beyond what it is like i feel like if you just if it's just a gaming handle that you use to talk about different things that and
0: I, well, this I, is good actually because i feel like we should yeah, rank astrology we should and again we don't want to spoil the whole episode the, sh- the one thing i'll say is that i feel yeah. I, I i my the problem i have with it is the idea of is, is like you you create neural pathways by enacting behaviors yeah sure and and uh, and its
1: existence as and, and the way and it is codified it's, in itself it's, is is yeah self-justifying in a way that is not Totally. Fair or reasonable,
0: and it's not just a and it's not just a random game. It's, fair, it, it's not fair, <laughs> yeah. not real. And, and it's not just a random game. It's a specifically that's a game of um, analyzing your path in life and making decisions about it. And uh, and so bare minimum, yeah, you're doing uh, you're doing that instead of the minutes you would spend yeah, doing a version yeah, yeah, of yeah,
1: that, yeah. that that could work. Look, I've seen the aggregate of that over years, and it is. Uh, Pitiful and heartbreaking to, yeah. to watch. Yeah.
0: Let's, let's do astrology sometime in the next 10 episodes. I mm. um, wonder if it'll come. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but, yes, uh, so only I I don't even
1: want to do it. It's another example of an idea that's, like, bad because of its um, whatever. Sorry.
0: Yeah, no, I yeah. know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, there's a lot of ones that I've been holding off on where I'm like, well, sometimes if I just know, I'm like, well, if I know, then everyone knows where this will rank, like, yeah. you know. But we'll get, I mean, we'll get to all of them eventually. Like I've said before, we have to rank all human ideas eventually. So once, if we just do all the ones that we want to do first, that's what we'll do. So um, just get ready for the last 3,000 episodes of the podcast to be a real drag. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> I love that. Um,
1: Hourglasses. Uh, <laughs> um, well, you know, none of the best.
0: Uh, remember when we got to rank monocles? That oh. was so much better. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, so... I just want to talk about health quickly because only, oh all, yeah, well because all I remember is you telling that funny story in one of the episodes By about trying to <laughs> yeah. about us about us having so much clarity in the episode and then you talking to your friend and him being like what health's the most important thing and, and I'm you know,
1: like no it's not because um oh, in the podcast we talked about it and I realised that um... <laughs> <laughs> so it's
0: thirty eight out of fifty so not like absolute dumpster but it's you know uh to me this is one that yeah I am rock solid in it as a lower idea because again it's the idea and this is another one where it's like okay i get the i get someone hearing that and being like what you but you need to have your health it's important to have your health by which um yeah and that basic argument of yeah you want to be uh enacting effort in your life to take care of your of your quote-unquote uh well-being whether it be physical or mental or well and good the problem with the with the conception of health is it it it's it's a conception of mythical what, well, aggregate. Yeah, it's an aggregate. It's the idea that well-being exists in an aggregate, and that well-being exists as a thing that can be perfected.
1: I like it, like it's like in video games. Yeah, you know. Mm. Oh no, I've been shot in the leg. My health is down to ninety-three. <laughs> exactly. I better eat this plate of chicken. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, and I mean that idea of, uh, and also you know, like, and this isn't. I feel like there are other things you could downweight to maybe remove this from health, maybe, but maybe it's just baked in as the idea of you know health is a thing that is. Uh, um, and can exist. That That is, yeah, well, even, just, just health is a, th- a thing that has a perfect, like a final, that it's an outcome. Again, a lot of this stuff, I mean, fulfillment is our third last idea and I feel like so many of our low-ranking ideas are things that just a thought experiment that has a fulfillment of itself at one end. Yeah. You know, there's an end result to health, which, yeah. The to,
1: fulfillment narrative is one that's really mm-hmm. changed my life. Yeah. Not 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 my own actions, but seeing it in others. Like that's like there's a few ideas that like the, just the codification and conceptualization that we've done through the podcast has really changed how I swim through the world yeah, and wow. how I see how I see different things. It's really nice.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've had that as well. Hopefully for the listeners. Yeah, I mean, let us know. Yeah, we um,
1: would love to hear that. It'd be really cool. I'd write to us now. Come on.
0: Yeah, come on. Pick up a quill. Um, <laughs> sorry, an e quill. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the uh. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's a, not that much more to say on health other than just, yeah, I mean, uh, the story form of it in particular is so bad, which is just just a bunch of culturally, there's a culturally specific story about here are the five or six indicators of health. None of them actually jive to anything consistent. Mm-hmm. It's just not, cons- It's not a. Cons- there's no consistency of the measure, like none of the things. Could you them-
1: imagine, is there, a, is there a world in which there could be?
0: Yeah, I think so. But, I, well, I think there could be one where the, I think there's a world where, um you could find more accurately consistent measures of health, but again, it's as you say, it's the aggregation score. Yeah, and, and that's the,
1: even then that's the thing. Like, if you've got here are these here are these things that what we conceive of now as health are better, you know, uh, dis, uh, distributed as like as here, here are the metrics that matter. Yeah, and why do you need the like? What's the overall? Exactly. What's the benefit?
0: And and the idea of just the idea of health as a static state or a, or a level of attainment, when we're talking when human bodies literally um, uh, break down in its in their in their composite substances across the day, and then you go to you have to go to sleep and renew
1: them. You know, you lose a gram of brain every decade from, I think from me ten- personally, this yeah, is yeah, awful news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It explains a bit. Oh, uh, I'm reading a great book about the brain, but you know it's as as long as. Um, I think it's great though. Maybe it's just a lot of brain service and my brain tells me what I think about the
0: book. I mean, sure. I assume with my brain, it's just that my brain is getting so hyper-optimized and effective at itself is just getting rid of like extraneous spare brain that's just not useful That's what happens
1: between your teenage years and yeah, at the end of your, like I think between 15 and 25 or something, that that happens. But then then the decade degradation is just... uh,
0: a function if you had if, if if you had that as your reality uh chris but you had a like a little menu window like push and click and you could pick which parts of your cognition to jettison and which to keep what do you think it would be the most expendable thing if you had to
1: i love this experiment i can't get i can't do it justice because i care about it too much i think sure. it's a really great question sure the t- Face recognition. I, I knew you were going to say
0: that somehow. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think it's a really fun one to turf because you're like, what? Yeah, sorry. Now I get to. I can still do maths, but and swim. But can you please you wear are. a name tag? Exactly. Yeah, I Nick mean, or Mum. <laughs> I already. I already um,
0: can't. I already can't uh, detect if any of my loved ones do or don't have a nose ring. So I can't be. <laughs>
1: I don't know if you know. Yeah, I wonder nose- if I had a gun to my head. It's like list five people that you are certain that you know have nose rings that you know in your ring, life. They
0: are the invisible it's piercing. Tough, it's tough. And it, and I feel bad because you can't. It's. I feel really bad pointing it out because people who have nose rings. I I realize. You nose ring, hey. Yeah. Ten years. Exactly. And you know, I feel like. You get a nose ring and you at least, I'm sure you would at least hope that it would have some, if not transgressive power, at least, yeah, at sure. least, read, as a, at least read as a choice that you've made as part of your Yeah, when you got a
1: bolt put through your nose. Exactly. Yeah, hope it,
0: no, no one, yeah. If you've got a, any of our listeners who have nose rings, we don't know that you do and no one does. I can think of one person and I'm sorry.
1: Sorry, <laughs> Bill. I remember. Yeah. No, so
0: I'm not sorry. I'm sorry everyone
1: else.
0: Turns out she has two nose rings. Ah! <laughs> um, Maybe. Actually, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Why'd you say that? It's so good, um, and I wanted to, yeah. This this was so this is the fun one to save for last out of our eight revisited ideas, mm-hmm. just because it was such a fun episode. Um, that you know, animus is part of the human condition. So just running riot on a on a bad idea, um, can be a hoot, even if it's not the worst idea. And journalism's not the worst idea.
1: <laughs> yes, this one I got a lot of spicy yeah, response tell, to. Tell me some of that. Uh, well, I guess it, what we didn't do. A seemingly a sufficient job of was um, delineating between the culture of journalism, which I think we did like spend nah, a lot of time talking did, about. We did, t- we yeah, did this. okay. Well,
0: uh, I get people's defenses around it, but yeah, sorry. Well, the, the, def-
1: the defense the of journalism is like, well, it's a critical um, part of uh, a democratic society to have people un- understanding information. And then, and I feel like we extensively talked about. Well, it's the best way to understand information by having a class of people in a specific way. Mm, mm. Um, it's a, a similar argument to like, oh, do
0: you need a political class of people to yeah. for politics? You to know, be I almost
1: pro- if I, I was going to propose that for a yeah. uh, next episode, there's a term for it. I've forgotten what it is, but um, the idea of having rotating juries as your political class, entirely no, yeah, replacing gotcha. them. I yeah, yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah. But maybe it's trash, but I love it.
0: Well, we can find out. We'll find out for sure. So rank idea.
1: Yeah, so journalism, yeah, in the same way. And I don't, like, to be honest, I don't feel like we adequately um, mapped its replacement, but I don't think that really matters. Like, that's not... um, No, I mean, the... That's not the only element. We could have
0: a go now, though. Like, I mean, the... um, uh, Because, yeah, we don't, like, alternative... uh, There's a lot of ideas that we ranked without necessarily low, without... Um, I mean, I I do journalists in the same way. There should be a rotating class of journalists, like if people just to report on. Because yeah, Yeah, again, because I mean, obviously, the thing that uh, journalism and fans of the the journalism class and fans of journalism are invested in is the idea that you that it's a specific skill set. Some of my best friends are journalists. Me too. Uh, My twin brother. This is the other thing I wanted to talk about. So this is the other other thing I wanted to revisit. He hasn't practiced journalism for quite a few years, but the funniest part, (laughs) Stefan, if you're listening, is that we did the whole episode and it didn't occur to me afterwards. It's like, oh, (laughs) <laughs> My twin brother was a journalist for a decade, you know, Incredible. Uh, a Bush, a Bush journalist for like a heavily union paper, like a true, you know, if you're talking about the narrative yeah, wow. of the heroic journalist, oh, yeah. he's like right in the guts there yeah. and, you know, it's, Forgotten. Dude, and you know, he is someone who genuinely has like a moral framework for his conception of what journalism can be, which I would, this is pure conjecture, but. I feel like that might have been what drove him out of it eventually, is feeling like yeah. But again, maybe he wouldn't disagree. Maybe he wouldn't disagree with me as much as I would worry that he would, because yeah, I feel like he was someone who was he is he is someone with a stringent moral compass, and was I feel he was let down ultimately by the reality of what journalism That's why is. Why
1: I left working in the public service because mm. I worked in stuff I really believed in. And yeah, like hang on a sec. The, the whole political class is just so. The whole process is so corrupted. Everything is just like. None of this is related correlates to the outcomes we we're all pretending we we're working yeah, on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um not stay in it. Interesting. I mean, much more low stakes. But even like, I feel like my life working in uh, in the arts, you know, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. and in fitness, like the two things, both of them has been both of my what the the, ver- the versions of the job that I have in both of those has been a slow process of me rejecting as much of the um, larger infra- like larger in- industrial infrastructure around the thing and just finding a little. Controllable niche where I can work yeah. and and get good results
1: that I believe in for a tiny amount of individuals. And you know, and you see my pain in having a slightly larger mm. threshold of uh, engagement. Yeah. For, for one of those industries. Yeah. And fitness industry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brings me grief. Coach Chris, it's like yeah. Like, um, I mean, subscribe to Coach Chris's uh, flip <laughs> flip dynamics page though. <laughs>
1: Mustard the dynamics of the flip. Ow. I mean, subscribe. We haven't defended. We haven't defended our ranking of journalism. Um, Yeah.
0: So at the moment, and again, like I feel because a we didn't just we didn't savage it in the way we could. Well, it's 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 thirty two. So I mean, it's underneath. I was thirty two (laughs) once. Yeah, I never was. It's underneath. (laughs) It's underneath cheating, which we had a lot of warm things to say. Yeah. Okay. Cheating's
1: got a charm to it. The journalism yeah. just does not. <laughs> J-
0: journalism <laughs> is charmless. Um, and it's above fashion, which I also think like I had plenty of warm things to say yeah. about fashion. Like these things are problematic. Um also though, like you could replace journalism. <laughs> like you just could. Like as in because again, what was the thing that how did you word it? Like the idea of it's like it's essential for the audit for the essential for the public to uh to get a thorough and um you know, do like I, well, I'll go one further. I think it's important for the public to have information about what's going on in the world, particularly in, and, and there are barriers to entry for that. That, um, the, like the interests of power and influence in the world are trying to stop you from knowing things, or they're trying to make you know the wrong things. Um,
1: yeah, and I don't want to get into it, but I can think of, um, and I'm not going to go into details, but uh, perhaps you in your own life can also think of things that are occurring in the world where the citizen, the version of citizen journalism, and I use that that same word because it's a way of explaining it, is superior to, significantly superior. I feel like we talked about this.
0: Oh, did we? Yeah, Yeah. to me the, um, but you're right, we can unpack it more, but I think we talked about in the episode the idea that, um, because, you know, you can split hairs, because other people that I've chatted to since the episode who've kind of pushed back, you know, who, are like oh no, journalism is a brave and noble and heroic thing. I'm that's like, the narrative. That's, that's the narrative, and I'm like, well, um, is then why? Like, <laughs> the, then the, why? That's what you
1: would have said about a soldier just before World War One.
0: Totally. Which yeah, and again, I don't. Um, however, whatever the whatever the reality about that individual soldier as a person might be. Yeah. Like the the enterprise of having soldiers isn't noble and heroic, and. Um, yeah, and to me, my thing here, here would be my big question: journalism is like if journalism is uh, at its base level excellent, why does it always become uh, toxically bad as soon as you scale it up? <laughs> and I mean, this is the other thing that I keep coming back to. And you know, I'd be interested to see if our listeners push back on this as a mm. as an important metric because I've used it a lot across our first fifty episodes. Is the idea of how do ideas work at scale? And my argument for always looking at things through that lens is because you know, fundamentally, I think. Um, you know, uh, the human organism tends towards being not just a group organism, but an organism that grow that grows its influence and reach.
1: You're just biased though, because you love it. I do. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: So to me, I love the idea of of um. Sorry, sorry to to quickly duck out of it, but I love the idea of like a tribal culture. There's 30 of you, and one of you is a journalist. That's much more fun.
0: I mean, my twin brother was a journalist in Broken Hill, so yeah, this these- <laughs> is
1: close as you can get.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, the um, yeah that idea of yeah, gen- like uh, if I were to take a leap into the idea of coming up with an alternative model to journalism as a way of reporting, it would be I would I would go okay. The first thing it would need is a way to not transform in an in a horrid way as you scaled it up, and that's uh, as in journalism seems to, it, it seems to only have the ability to grow in lockstep with the forces of power and influence in the society, in which case it then becomes an organ of those forces rather than an organ to undermine those
1: forces. Yeah. I also think that like a lot of the the iconic moments of, like I mean, I, it's it's probably not fair, cause it's probably true for any discipline to say, but the, the you know, the true what's that quote? You, you can, how do you tell a pioneer they've got you can tell a pioneer from the arrows in their back. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like um, people have gone against convention, have you know, done great services, but then en- end up outside that. Um, yeah, end round, up marginalised. Yeah, those yeah. paradigms, yeah,
0: um, yeah. And again, like, but but we did talk about when we were ranking it. We talked about all right, how much can you just remove the culture of the thing from the mechanism of the thing? And the reason that we ranked we ranked it higher than a lot of ideas on the idea that there is that maybe you can. But it's way ifier than a lot of other ideas where we were like, "Oh no, you could absolutely separate the
1: bad stuff and out of this." Most of this is good anyway. Yeah, like, exactly. Like say, um, pets.
0: Yes, indeed. And again, you know, why do I hate journalism? Because it's a story form, and it's a particularly reductive one. You know, reported. It's it's about, uh, because again, it's journalism isn't reportage. Like, it's not reportage of facts. It's storyfication It's it's a way to engage. It's a way to com- to engage, um an audience through uh, compelling content and it's just so hard to make something compelling in a way that doesn't, that isn't just telling an awful story.
1: And it's very hard to weigh it against the interests of why, like which story you're telling in which way and and who's doing the telling and how they're doing it. Like there's, there are are so many um, merc factors. Indeed.
0: Merc merc factor blimp. Uh, So. And oh, what is it? What a what a delightfully gratuitous thing to just just just, get, just hook into it a bit more. The wrong
1: people have been given this device, <laughs> blimp.
0: Indeed. Cool. All right. Um, episode fifty, Chris. Is there anything else um, on this aus- auspicious episode, blimp, that you would like to say or express, or um, uh, you know, um, express in the form of a quick
1: flip tutorial? Um, no, just thanks so much for listening. And I'm, I'm really excited for whenever we subsequently rank blimp to just really trash <laughs> the idea <laughs> of a blimp. Oh, well, yeah, the, the best thing we could say about a blimp is that it's been a useful meme for us <laughs> exactly the last right. 200 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> right down the bottom.
0: Um, wonderful. Well, yeah. Uh, just really nice to, um, like I feel the circumstances of the first half of this year meant that we were able to rack up 50 episodes quite quickly, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll be interested to see, like, I'm, you know, again, doing this every week with you, Chris is a big part of, um, my enjoyment of life. So I'm keen to keep that up. Me too. Um, but yeah, the, uh, I, I, feel like it's been, you know, it's been nice to look at in the last hour and a bit, um, to look at these ideas and get reminded what you said before. not, it's not just that specific ideas have changed my, um, lens on the world and my way of analyzing, um my own thought processes and, um, the, the environments around me, but even, yeah, just what I've learned about how to talk and discuss, um, you know, discuss ideas and how to, you know, even how to articulate an argument about something, which I was probably okay at before, but I feel like, you know, this is, it's teaching me different things about what's important about how you want to do that. If you actually want to, um, get an idea across clearly Mm -hmm. about what you think, and so much of that is about the the safety of the space of the conversation space that uh, I have with specifically you,
1: Chris Hendry. So thank I'm you so very glad, much. I'm so glad, Nick. That makes, that makes what is otherwise a totally arduous and harrowing process absolutely worthwhile.
0: Glad to hear it. Um, shout out as always to uh, producer Nick, M- Nick McCorston. Nick Mick. Nick. Nick Mick McCarson. Um <laughs> And uh, yeah. And by the time this comes out, it'll be uh, probably be around my birthday, ah hmm so uh another reason to write i was gonna say you know I was gonna say you know what to do listeners
1: Bye. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry.